Hey everybody, welcome along to another episode of Magical Numbers, and today we're going to talk subscriptions. That's right, pay monthlies, or pay weeklies, or pay annuallys, things that are on subscription. Running a successful business isn't about being clever. It's about making good decisions to improve your important numbers. Matthew Day's been helping business owners like you get better numbers with advice, systems, and data since 2004. If you want magical numbers, listen to Matthew. If you want them faster, visit matthewday.com forward slash faster. Here's Matthew. Now, I was thinking back uh, earlier this week about the subscription lifestyles that we live these days. And I was thinking back to my times when I bought my first apartment um, here in Bishop Stortford in Hertfordshire, lovely part um, of the UK and uh, just outside London, surrounded by countryside and in a market town that was back in the 1990s, a developing and, and growing uh, town. And uh, I bought for my very first flat or apartment, a two-bedroom apartment in a, a small uh, small block that was within walking distance of the town here. And uh, I think at the time, cost me something like 50 grand. So probably not a lot um, in the grand scheme of things nowadays for the price of properties. But way back then, uh, back in the 90s and the early 90s, uh, 50 grand was a lot of money. And so I'd moved into my apartment and uh, got friendly with uh, some of the neighbours and uh, met up with a, a mate there and who we, we've since become very close friends. And um, we we're both living in this apartment block, both in reasonably paid jobs. Uh, he was working up in London. I was working uh, relatively locally, but we were on uh, for as best as we could establish fairly similar, uh, similar salaries, similarly, similar lifestyles. But there was a slight difference between the two of us because my mate was always able to kind of go and have these really super plush holidays, drive around in a, in a very nice new sports car, uh, dined at some of the best restaurants. And it struck me that, well, hang on a sec, we're both here living in the same sort of properties. We're both earning similar amounts of money. And here I am staying what I would believe to be within my means. So I'd save up some money and buy some stuff or make sure that when I uh, went out that uh, I could afford to pay for the meal that I was uh, going out to have or if I was going on holiday, pay to be on that holiday. Uh, yet there was this differential between the lifestyle that he was living and the lifestyle that I was living. And it wasn't until I sort of started getting a bit like, oh, hang on a sec, maybe I need to keep up with, uh, with this lifestyle and uh, established that keeping up with this dynamic lifestyle that my uh, my friend was living was racking me up some credit card debt and didn't notice it really to start off with but after a few months the credit card bills i wasn't able to pay off in full every month and started moving into sort of paying off uh, the interest and some of the uh, some of the outstanding amount and uh, after a few months, I, I actually started getting a little bit worried about paying this credit card debt off and was rather conflicted, really, because here I was uh, living a similar lifestyle to my friend. Um, and in order for me to maintain that lifestyle, I was having to be spending on credit cards because I wasn't able to pay for everything up front. 
And I remember thinking quite distinctly at the time, and bear in mind this is, well, I was going to say 20 years ago, it's probably more like 25 to 30 years ago, um, that is he living a life that is that is just leased? So you spend money now, you can't necessarily afford uh, everything, but you can afford the interest to pay it off. So you're almost kind of like renting it because you're, you're, you're paying your way, um, not through having got all the funds to be able to buy something expensive up front, but you've got the means to be able to support paying that off on a monthly basis. And this whole sort of leased lifestyle uh, really came to me when I came to the point of thinking, well, how on earth am I going to start paying off this credit card debt that I racked up because I was trying to follow this lifestyle that my my friend was leading? And uh, yeah, I managed to get that sorted uh, in the end. But it made me think about this balance between paying for a lifestyle and essentially paying on a monthly basis to maintain a lifestyle, but without having necessarily the capital funds to be able to buy that all up front. And if we fast forward now 20 years or 25 years, um, we're seeing much more of this subscription lifestyle in place. So many of the items that we have around uh, our lives and in our businesses, we don't own anymore. You know, back in the 90s, if I wanted to run a bit of software on my computer, I would have to go and buy that bit of software and buy the license for that bit of software, pay upfront for it, and then I could use it in perpetuity. So I can remember, you know, getting copies of Windows 95. Uh, in fact, I remember all the way back to Windows 3.1, which was the very first Windows bit of software that uh, I got. <laughs> and OS 2. Who remembers OS2? Wow, that IBM bit of software, wasn't it? iOS, OS2. Anyway, I digress. Way back then, back in the 90s, we'd uh, save up and we would buy our software, we'd buy our games, and then we would continue to access and use them for as long as we wanted to, and as long as the hardware would last out. Nowadays, we are subscribing to access things on a day-to-day, week-to-week, or month-to-month basis. And it's not subscription things that you might traditionally have thought about as being subscriptions, so not like a gym membership subscription. You know, like our houses, our phones, our cars, it's so much easier nowadays just to rent these, if you like, or subscribe to these on a monthly basis. You know, the, the revolution in the car industry that unlocked sales of new cars was around the finance model of uh, PCP. That's the personal contract purchase, where you'd pay a small deposit to take a car and drive a car off the showroom floor, and that's getting a brand new car, then paying a low monthly fee for a period of time until such time that you've got an asset that you can either give back and it, because it's worth something to the dealer that you give it back to, um, or you buy it yourself. And that whole PCP model that allowed you to pay on a monthly basis for a vehicle, which historically you might have had to buy up front, go to the dealership and find your five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand, 30, 40, 50 grand, whatever the value of that car was. Now you don't need to. You just need to find a small amount of money and then subscribe essentially to owning that vehicle for a period of time. Uh, You could lease the vehicle. You know, where you're not even putting that much down up front. You're not going to own it at the end, but you are 
paying to be able to drive a particular type of car. And this subscription lifestyle is commonplace now. And when I look at the businesses that I'm involved in and running, I can see this transition happening even with what we might describe as being traditional purchases. You know, groceries now you can subscribe to. You can go onto Amazon and select a product and have that product delivered to you on a weekly or a monthly basis. So these products um, that have got shelf lives, it's now easy to subscribe to. We've got different payment models that allow us access to expensive products and services at a much cheaper rate if we're prepared to continue paying in perpetuity. So that means as long as we want to continue accessing that product or that service, we have to continue paying for it. I'm thinking about it in my CRM business, CRM Superstars, where we help businesses implement Salesforce CRM. You know, there historically was a piece of technology, not Salesforce, but I'm thinking more widely about CRM, where uh, you might have had to invest hundreds of thousands or millions of pounds or dollars in software and hardware to be able to run a system that can manage your customer database, manage your orders, manage your invoices, manage the whole customer service experience. Nowadays, you can get it for 50 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month, whatever it is per user. As soon as you stop paying, though, you stop having access to that system. And I was thinking today about what can we do in our businesses that can adopt some more of this subscription model? How can you invite your clients and customers to be paying you on a weekly or monthly or quarterly basis for access to something that is of value to them? Now, that might not be products that you've got on the shelf at the moment. You might need to think about how to create or adapt what you have at the moment to a subscription. You know, I used the example earlier about an operating system for a computer and getting Windows and buying my license to Windows and then having access to it. Similarly, for Microsoft Office, we used to have to buy a copy of Microsoft Office and then you could continue using it for as long as you liked. Now, Microsoft's moving us all over to Office 365, where we get access to that exact same technology, but we're not having to make the upfront payments. We can pay a small amount on a monthly basis to continue accessing that technology. And when we no longer wish to access that technology, we can stop paying. Now, this is all great, but what happens if you run out of money? Well, that's when we're stuffed now because our lifestyles of listening to music on subscription, paying for cars on subscription, accessing technology on subscription, if there's no income coming in to pay on a monthly basis, then it's going to be very difficult to maintain that lifestyle. However, our governments have come up with a solution for this, and that is scrapping our retirement age. So certainly here in the UK, there is no compulsory retirement now. So we can all continue working for as long as we possibly can. So certainly well into our 60s and 70s to maintain that income that can pay for our subscription lifestyles. Now, if we are business owners and we are looking at this transition from an asset rich customer base to a subscription-friendly customer base, it's incumbent upon us to look at how we're delivering our products and how we're delivering our services 
to find new and innovative ways of being able to generate monthly subscriptions that lower the amount that people are paying up front, but paying on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual basis in order to continue accessing something of value. And I challenge you just to think about how your product list might open the door to some subscription models. If you have an expensive product that that customers buy from you, is there a way of you leasing that product to them so that you've reduced the upfront cost for them and they just continue paying for it whilst they're using it? You know, even with office furniture now, you can lease office furniture and have a beautiful office created without a massive upfront expense. But you're paying to continue using that furniture on a month-to-month basis. So these organizations that are challenging how to turn their asset model into a subscription model and have customers paying on a month-to-month basis or recurring basis with them, not only are they helping customers, but they're also building value in your business because you could well be earning a lot more from those customers over a longer period of time, maintaining that relationship with them because you've turned a one-off purchase into an ongoing commercial relationship with them. You're going to have the potential for keeping those customers for longer and earning more money from them. And you're helping them by them not having to invest large amounts of money up front. So this subscription lifestyle that we're leading now, I see ever more businesses now moving towards this subscription model. How can you do that in your business? If you want to chat and see if I can help you identify some ways to do that in your business, you know where to get in touch, matthewday.com forward slash faster. Thanks for listening. Catch up with you soon. Bye for now. Running a successful business isn't about being clever. It's about making good decisions to improve your important numbers. Matthew Day's been helping business owners like you get better numbers with advice, systems, and data since 2004. If you want magical numbers, listen to Matthew. If you want them faster, visit matthewday.com forward slash faster.